practical people. Welcome to another episode of The Practical Therapist. Today I am going to identify and discuss what oral motor muscles are and the role they play in speech development. If you take a look at the thumbnail for this episode, you can see multiple structures involved in speech production, from the nose or nasal area to the throat. Although other structures involved in speech production cannot be seen in this thumbnail, such as the lungs, which supply the air necessary for sound, they too are important organs that allow a person to produce sound. However, for the purpose of today's episode, I am going to discuss several oral structures of speech production, namely the lips, cheeks, jaw, and tongue. When you think about the lips, cheeks, jaw, and tongue, most people may not think about these oral structures from a muscular standpoint. However, the muscles of each of these structures are important as individual parts and as a unit moving and working together. However, when one of these structures does not work properly due to an injury or a developmental delay, it causes a noticeable problem. So let's talk about each of these structures and why they are important to the development of speech production. The lips. The lips are controlled by what are known as the labial muscles. These muscles are responsible for different movements of the lips, such as rounding or puckering. Think about getting a kiss from your grandma with her lips puckered. These muscles also allow the lips to retract away from each other to form a smile. Additionally, the muscles of the lips allows a person to tuck in or fold in their top and bottom lips together. When these muscles don't work properly, a person can have problems forming certain sounds, such as the W or W sound, P or P sound, B or B sound, or M or M sound. The cheeks. The cheeks are controlled by what are known as the buccal muscles. These muscles are responsible for the up and down movement of the cheeks, which enables a person to smile, puff up their cheeks with air, as well as move air from one cheek to the other. The buccal muscles are also responsible for the cheeks tone and range of motion. When these muscles do not work properly, the cheeks may appear floppy or loose. This is evident and can be visually seen in people who have suffered a stroke or been, di been diagnosed with Down syndrome. Cheek muscles work in conjunction with the muscles of the lips. Therefore, if the cheek muscles are weak, they may negatively affect the ability of the lips to make certain sounds, such as the P or B, P or P, M or M, and W or W sounds precisely. The jaw. The jaw is controlled by what are known as the mandibular muscles. These muscles are responsible for the different movements of the jaw, such as opening and closing the jaw. When these muscles do not work properly, a person may have difficulty voluntarily closing their mouth with the adequate amount of force needed to keep it closed. Similar to the cheek muscles, the muscles of the jaw also work in conjunction with the lips. If a person cannot close their jaw, the lower lip, which is attached to the lower jaw, cannot meet and make contact with the upper lip to form the sounds that I have discussed, such as the P or P, B or B, W or W, or M or M sounds. These sounds are known as bilabial sounds, which means made by both the upper and lower lips. Therefore, these sounds cannot physically be produced if the upper and lower lips cannot physically meet. The tongue. The tongue is actually considered to be one big muscle that rests in the mouth. The muscles of the tongue are known as the lingual muscles. 
These muscles are responsible for all movements of the tongue, such as the ability to stick one's tongue out, the ability to lift the tongue tip to the roof of the mouth, or the ability to bunch the tongue and move it backwards in the mouth. When these muscles do not work properly, a person may have difficulty producing the th or th sound. If a person cannot voluntarily stick out their tongue, then they may not be able to stick it out between the upper and lower front teeth to produce that sound. Additionally, if a person cannot lift the tongue to the roof of their mouth, they may not be able to produce the l or l sound. Lastly, if a person cannot bunch their tongue towards the back of their mouth, they may not be able to produce the k or c or k sound. Please keep in mind that many children are born with normal functioning oral motor structures and therefore need to be taught by a skilled speech language pathologist how and where to move these structures for adequate speech production of certain sounds. However, in this episode, I am discussing how speech production is negatively impacted when there is something wrong that causes the muscles of these structures not to work properly due to a life-changing injury such as a car accident, a developmental issue such as Down syndrome, or a neurological issue such as cerebral palsy. That concludes another episode of The Practical Therapist. If you like this content, you can become a supporter for as low as 99 cents per month. Check out my link at anchor.f is in Frank, m is in Mary, slash practical therapist slash support. Here you can support this podcast for as little as 99 cents per month to help sustain future episodes. Thanks for listening. And remember new episodes every Friday.